I have a question about this king snake thing. Is that like goblin euphemism for goblin dong? <laughs> You'll never know. Damn it. Goblin dog is what your mom does. <laughs> Priceless. Walked into it. Happy Monday, listeners, or whatever day you decide to listen. Welcome back to Good Better Quest. Thank you for joining us on episode 10, Gory of the Cave, or I Don't Want No Shrubs. Last time, Tack and Damakos met Big Toomba in the speaker's camp while Siggy and Durak continued their search for a way out of the birdcage. The gang met a new friend and Tack got a new role model. Durak and Damakos shared a moment, and Siggy got a pretty headdress that cost an Aarakocra his life. In the end, the gang was back together and back on track to find the elusive trumpet that will, according to the goblin prophecy, bring the Nilbog to the floor. What's in store for our heroes today? Will they find that trumpet? Will Tack finally get a long, sad story from Peter? Will Moth ever take off that mask? Get out your blue books and sharpen your number two pencils. You're one step closer to earning your degree in Dungeoneering on Good Better Quest. Fungeon Master David Hallman. We're going to jump back into this. You guys are going to the uh, the Nilbog ruins with a character named Moth and a goblin named Peter, and you ran into some monsters. Everybody roll goddamn initiative. <laughs> yeah. Are, oh, wait. I forgot to say the thing. Are you ready to fucking die? I'm not ready to die, Sergeant Master. Fungeon Master. <laughs> Sergeant Master. Oh, God damn it. Do I add anything to this? I do. That's Your dexterity modifier. Eight. I got a whole eight. I got a 19. I got a three. I got a ten. Not the worst. I actually rolled a two, and just just to honor those who have come before us, you know, for NADPOD, shout out to the two crew. Shout out to the two crew. So we just straight up walked into this place and immediately attacked by some shit? Yeah, you guys didn't see, um... Dryads? Worse. Uh, a Tarrasque. No. Whoa. What you see, actually, is, uh, bushes that begin to come alive on their own. Durek, you probably know from experience, and probably a little bit from class, that, uh, these are twig blights. Alright. Damakos will probably know a little bit, but I think Durek, like, living in the wilderness has probably run into those things fair amount. Is that why Durek gets really jumpy around shrubbery? Absolutely. It is. <laughs> I don't trust them little trees, man. I don't trust trees. <laughs> Since I know what these things are, and I don't know whether there's going to be any kind of, like, surprise attack on y'all's side, but with my danger sense, do I get any kind of... Uh, with danger sense, I get an advantage on deck saving throws against effects that I can see. That's something that comes up here. Is that something that would come in effect here? I I think it's more of like for area of effect. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I dig it. Yeah, I dig yeah. It. So, first up actually is Moth. 
she quickly flexes her uh, her left arm. Her uh, gauntlet springs out two two metal rods to either side, and you realize that it's kind of like a wrist crossbow kind of thing. And she points it at one of the uh, the twig blights and lets off a shot. That's a hit. Moth uh, points her wrist bow over at, at one of the twig blights and just lets a shot off and the bolt goes directly into its chest where the bolt hit begins to dissolve and bubble a little bit and it falls to the ground dead. She... I would just let her handle all of this. <laughs> she uh, looks to you guys and says, Next. Uh, Damakos. Oh, Siggy is not going to like this woman. (laughs) (laughs) So, first off, Damakos immediately just the shimmer of his mage armor pops up. Yeah. Because that's that's free for me. Yeah. Well, he thinks he's special. Uh, you know, I just don't want to be touched. Now, I always imagine it, like, with, with Damakos, like, in Skyrim, whenever you walk into a room and a wizard thinks you're in there, immediately you hear that ksching! Yeah. Like... They're like, it's it's almost like you scared them and they farted and now that <laughs> noise happened. <laughs> Covered in stone skin. I yeah. shielded and I farted. Yeah. <laughs> Going for an Eldritch Blast. Eldritch Blast. Uh, that looks like that's going to be an 11. 11 is a miss, actually. Well, just par for course. Uh, <laughs> Next up is the Twig Blights. There are six of them. One is going to go... Sorry, no, there, now there's five of them. Because Moth just straight up myrtilated one of them. One of them is going to go after Damakos, who just tried to wallop him, and that is a crit. God damn it. Don't worry, though, because it's 1d4. So that's nine points of piercing damage to Damakos. Okay. How I you would feeling, like bud? to uh, Hellas Rebuke on that. Absolutely, please do. <laughs> Oh yeah, he makes a dexterity saving throw, which he rolled a two on. Yeah, so that definitely doesn't beat it. So then, oh wait, let's see what two d ten. That would be fifteen. So he slams you deftly, like like claws you across the chest, and it's deep and it hurts. But learning how to channel this infernal power within you, you just kind of like let your anger seep out of this wound. Not only does it hurt this thing, it is inflamed like a fucking effigy. And it turns to ash immediately. Just, like, in my head, when I heard he rolled 15, because I figured that was enough to kill this thing, theater of the mind, I like that this tree blight came up, kicked Damakos in the nuts, Damakos puked fire on it, and it just exploded into flames. Absolutely. (laughs) 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 Ah! <laughs> so now there's four of them. I also get temporary hit points for that. Oh, sweet! My charisma modifier plus my warlock level. So five, yeah, five temporary hit points. Siggy, what's your AC? Uh, not great. Fourteen. All right, it's still better than what you rolled. Durak, what's your AC? Uh, fourteen as well. Okay, so this is twenty-two coming at you. All right, let's do it. All right, it's four piercing damage to Durak. All right. Heck, that is a thirteen coming at you. What's your AC? Uh, my AC is thirteen. Okay, if it meets, it beats. Yay, I win. No, 
No. Oh, they win. Balls! <laughs> uh, that is three piercing damage coming at you. So these things are slashing at you guys wildly. And next up is Durak. Alright, well, Durak is not very happy to have stumbled upon this situation and to have, one, been one up <laughs> by both Moth and by Siggy. I mean, and by uh, by Damakos, rather. Yeah. And uh, and so uh, he, uh, he, he kind of laughs. It's, it's on. And uh, raises his axe and uh, swings it for, uh, I got a 19 hits, yes? Yeah. All right, cool. He hits one of them for 11 damage. It goes down. You you cleft it in twain. In twain? Shot Robin's arrow in twain. Tack. Hi. I guess, how far are these fuckers away from me? Uh, they're like right up on your balls. Right up on my shit. Okay, I'm going to try to use my rapier. Side note, are any of them hurt? No. The oh, ones great. that were hurt are dead. <sighs> Fucking awesome. Okay, so I'm going to use my rapier. So that's going to be a... I rolled a 19. The attack bonus is four, so that's a 23. That's a hit. That is that is a hit. Hooray, I hit the thing. That's a 10. Uh, that is enough to kill it. Hell yeah, guys. <laughs> just, just fucking stab it, and at first it's just kind of like, the fuck, I'm a giant tree, or, you know, I'm, I'm a big living bush man, this isn't gonna do shit, and then he, like, takes one more step forward, and then he's like, oh, wait, no, you hit whatever it is that my magic heart is, I guess, I, I'm dead, he says all of this. Next up is Peter, the goblin, who is, uh, invisible. He casts invisibility on himself, and he hides behind a tree. It's a good turn. Yeah. He succeeds. Siggy. Are we doing cleave? We haven't been. I think in the future, I think after this arc, we might start doing that. Okay, so we're not going to do it this time? Not this time. There's two left? Yes. I don't want to use my last spell, so I think I'm just going to point at one and cast Toll the Dead. So right. he has a wisdom to... saving throw. Wisdom saving throw. That is an 11 minus 1, so 10. That does not pass. All right. So Told he, that dead. He takes... He doesn't have any damage yet, does he? No, he doesn't. All right. So he takes... Two damage. Two damage. He's still up. Oh, you don't say. <laughs> <laughs> Shocker. All right. Back up to the top. We got Moth. Moth uh, flexes her other wrist and a, uh, a dagger pops out of it and she goes up to the one that Siggy damaged and uh, attempts to stab it. Cool, that's another crit. Um, Why is she so boss? She didn't crit on the first one. I just, I'm impressed that I rolled two 20s in the first fucking 10 minutes of us playing. Um, Why are you even right. rolling? You know she's gonna kill this thing. I, I mean, yeah, but you just actually, want to see how much she kills it? Actually, she might not. It's a fucking dagger. It's a d4. Oh, wait. Plus 1d8 poison. Oh, oh, plus that. Yeah. Sorry, I forgot I gave her that. Yeah, that's 14 damage. It, it uh... You, you told the dead on it, and it rattles a little bit, kind of scared for its life. 
and then it looks at you like it was about to get you, Siggy. Just like leaping from behind you, Moth comes up, just jams this fucking dagger from her wrist up into its weird wooden head and takes it down. You see this green bubbly foam come out of the hole under its chin and it falls limp to the ground. Moth looks at you and you can't see super great, but you're pretty sure she's winking at you from behind the mask. Uh, you're welcome. (laughs) You are. (laughs) I loosened it up. She, uh, she tussles your hair and says, thank you, little one. When she turns around, Siggy, Siggy starts pumping her hands to see, like, if she can make things pop out. I'm like, I could do that. I could, I could build things like that. <laughs> Damakos, there's one more. Going for another Eldritch Blast. Eldritch Blast. Has this worked yet for you? Nope. <laughs> but it'll be sick when it does. Yeah. Yeah. How does a uh, how does a fifteen? That's enough. Woot. It is a bush. I've never had to roll the damage for it, so let's see what I get to do. It's just one d two. One. <laughs> yeah. Later on, it gets to be pretty pretty fucking badass. Yeah, it's one d ten plus my. So it's six damage. Six damage. Yeah. It is. It goes down. You you blast a hole through it. Fucking uh literally any movie with a blaster gun and so there's a I can't think of one specific movie so there's like a cauterized hole in the middle of it Star uh, Wars I couldn't think of a specific movie no one where gets hit saw... by lasers in Star Wars have you watched it they hit yes. everything but people yeah they do that's all oh wait a minute there's you know... plenty of droids that get hit with blasters well that's true yeah Basically, what I'm saying is, you can see through this dude, and just for effect, he, the twig blight's kind of confused and actually takes its arm and puts its arm through the hole, and just kind of like nods its head before falling on the ground. Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy is the one I was thinking of. That is the exact Nolan. Thank you so fucking much. That is exactly the scene I was thinking of. Where Rocket shoots the hole in the guy and then looks at the yes. camera and smiles. Yes. That is... <laughs> God damn it. I... We need to have a small side moment here. I just... Moments like this are so goddamn satisfying to me. Yesterday, or uh, July 4th, my boss made a joke about uh, John Philip Sousa. And he was like, there was some show where a character made a joke about uh, uh, putting on the least sexy music possible and he put on John Philip Sousa. And when he said that, I heard the exact song that he was thinking of and I was like, God damn it, what is that from? It was from 30 Rock. It was hmm. it was from 30 Rock. It was Jack trying to not have sex with his mother-in-law. Anyway. Cool. Twig Blights is dead, yo. Nice. Yay. Yeah. Moth gently retracts her her weaponry back into her uh, bracers, looks to all of you and says, um, well, I'm assuming this is the entrance. And she gestures to the, the vines underneath this tree and says, would anyone like to go first? Siggy steps in front of her 
gets her tiny foot in front of Moth and walks through. She opens the curtains and looks back and just goes, <laughs> and walks through. Durak is close behind. Close behind? Okay. Siggy, so you're going through the vines. Durak, you uh, were, were not too far behind going through the vines. You guys, actually, when you get to the other side, you feel rested. You feel as though you had taken a long rest. Oh, yeah. You feel at full health. You feel abilities recharged. You feel spell slots return. And you, you, like, you are confused until, like, you look at these vines and you can definitely see some sort of magic aura from them. And also you look at your skin and see it's just covered in, like, magic aloe or something. Siggy's chewing on one. Durek, Durek uh, cuts a few um, a few pieces away and tucks them into his pouch. She's eating eating it like candy. As you cut it away, it, the magic properties are lost. Duh. But you see that the vine is quickly regrowing. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Damakos and, and Tack, you guys see Moth go in after uh, your two friends, and Peter comes out from around a tree and says... I'm sorry about that. I uh, had to go see a king snake about peeing. Definitely glaring at Peter, like shooting daggers from the eyeballs. <laughs> I just shake my head and walk in. I- I'm going to gesture for Peter to go in front of me because I want to make sure he fucking goes inside and doesn't just like bitch out and go talk to another goddamn king snake. Quote. <laughs> he goes in. Everybody seems... All right. Tack, did you go in? Yeah, I, I'm bringing up the rear because I wanted to make sure that Peter didn't go suck some goblin dong. So, uh, you guys enter, and you Do the rest of us also this... feel rested, or was that exclusive to these first two people entering? All of you. Yeah, all, all of right. you feel I'm rested. Dead. This is some bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Durak and Siggy are just, like, rolling around on the walls when you come in, like, What's up, guys? There's no more aloe. It's all gone. Alright, so uh, as you guys enter, you find you find a, a, a damp cave. In, in front of you are three paths, one going forward and one going to the left and one going to the right. All in this, this dirty, damp, dank cave. And in the distance, you think you hear music. Can I yeah, I think I think we're thinking the same thing. Figure out where the music's coming from. Um, give me a perception check. <gasps> That's a nat twenty. I love my new dice. Nice. It's coming from straight. It's coming from uh right in front of you. It's coming from the central path. And we can all hear it. Yeah, you can all hear it, but Tack immediately like she knows exactly where it's coming from. It's very echoey in this this dirty little cavern. So it, it was a little hard to tell for the rest of you, but Tack is immediately like, it's forward. That's where it's coming from, bitches. I think uh, we we keep moving forward then. Ziggy is ready to march down the path. I haven't told you yet that it's there. <laughs> hey guys, it's coming from the front. <laughs> I could fuck with you if I wanted to. Don't take that away from me. <laughs> All right, so no one which direction it's coming from now that Tack has explained that. Uh, Durak is going to take his sort of usual spot um, on point and start moving in that direction uh, at a reasonable pace. Gamakos follows Durak. Siggy's in tow. Uh, when's Moth moving? Because I want to go behind Moth. Moth is actually walking uh, close to the front. Tell me again who's leading Durak. Yeah. Yeah. All right. She's she's walking not too far from Durak. Her wrist crossbow 
at the ready. You guys begin to walk through this this cavernous hallway. The music's getting louder. It sounds like a discordant bagpipe. It, it sounds like a bagpipe, but kind of wrong. And along the way, on the ground, you see corpses of other goblins. As you're passing them, Peter actually points at them and, and says, Dizama de Warren is uh, ancient. Ancient speaker armor. So, uh, David, I know that I've taken a music class. Uh-huh. Um, would I have learned anything during that uh, class that might enable me to know anything about this music? Like, of any historical significance or anything like that? I'm going to say no. I guarantee you, you have not heard anything like this, and, and you will soon find out why. But, uh, yeah, you're, you're passing these goblin corpses on the ground, and it, it looks like they've been gutted. Some of them are, are missing arms or stomach, and, and I, I think you've passed maybe two or three uh, along the way. And Durak stops and holds up a hand, and then he looks from... He, you know, he heard, he heard Peter just say that, and, and I think he thinks that Moth has information that she hasn't quite given up yet. Um, so he looks around and he goes, all right, any idea who did this or what did this? Moth kind of looks at you guys and says, well, it was obviously the Nilbog. I mean, outside of Peter telling us that this stuff is old, would we be able to tell, like, are the corpses bones at this point? Is this scene old or is just the armor these goblins are wearing old? The, the armor that they're wearing is uh, old. It's it's like, um, I don't know how Peter would describe it, but I want you to imagine walking through the jungles of... Uh, uh, Borneo. Uh, well, I, <laughs> I, I mean, like, right now, walking in, in any of the forests in Japan, present day, 2019, and coming across... A man who looks like he died yesterday in a World War II outfit. Whoa. Okay. So that's that's basically, you know, the same idea. LARPers. <laughs> Cop LARPers. Has, has Damakos and Durak gone over, like, do we know anything about the Nilbog? No. No? Not for monster biology? That's just something that wouldn't have come up? I thought the Nilbog was supposed to be, like, the thing that's gonna save the day. I'm trying to look up the the prophecy again. Debase and tweet us, make the speakers go to war. Ha, the mighty trumpet brings the Nilbog to the floor. Oh, so that doesn't necessarily mean he's gonna help us at all. Mm. Can we see what did this to these dead goblins? Right now, no. There's another turn, and the music is getting louder. There's another turn, and then there's also a... um a small kind of dugout to your side that looks kind of like a, a small armory almost. In fact, I would say that's what y'all are next to right now. And you, you see in there, there's just um, some rusted weapons, a few board games, actually, and two greater healing potions. Siggy snags those. Right. Any of the armor that we've walked past, does any of it seem to have any kind of value? Give me an investigation check real quick. Yes, I don't know what appraisal would be nowadays. That's 18. As far as you know, not really. But I mean, it is an antique. And if you were to find one set that's like not covered in blood, 
Might be useful. I'll keep an eye out for her set. Moth is kind of looking around the corner. She uh, turns back to you and she says, It's here. If we wanted to speak to it. Siggy, as while she's standing there, is going to pull out her crossbow because she does not think that getting up close and personal is going to be good for her. But I think she, she pulls out a crossbow. She goes up and stands behind Moth's knees. Okay. And Durak says, why exactly do we want to talk to it? I, um... Honestly, looking at what it's done, I think it may be a better idea than trying to fight it. Damakos agrees. That's a very solid point there. And she uh, she looks around the corner again and she says, Plus, if you were seeing what I'm seeing, you um, may come to a similar thought. Can Siggy peek through Moth's uh, robes? Yeah, give me, uh, give me a perception real quick. Perception is an eight. Eight? All right. You see what looks like a goblin that's in that same armor, but it, it looks like it took off the the top leather, you know, shirt, essentially, and has tied it around its waist, like 90s kid style, and it's playing a bagpipe. It's playing a weird-looking bagpipe, uh, Moth says. I believe I see on its belt there, um, I think I see the, the trumpet, but... Uh, Siggy turns and looks at everybody... So I think to get the best grade, we need to release the Nilbog to kill the fish and the birds. Do you guys want to try and convince it to do that? Sounds good to me. Yeah, I'm down. So we don't need the trumpet? Because the Nilbog's there? I think we need to get that trumpet in some capacity. It looks like it has the trumpet. I mean, can we convince Peter to uh, maybe get invisible and scooch on over there? Peter How's Peter's is actually no longer behind you. Ah, motherfucker! I knew that I should have made sure that he was still walking with our stupid fucking group, but I fucking didn't because I trusted that goddamn goblin son of a bitch. Fuck Peter. Siggy, Siggy puts her crossbow away and walks towards the Nilbog with her hands out. All right. And goes... I imagine this like a person approaching a new cat. Like, hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very slowly. Hi. Yeah, hello. Uh, Not a goblin, but nice to see you. Uh, I I understand there are some things that are happening, and they're like a war, and that's not good, but we're here to help your people. As, As you're saying all this, as you approach it saying all of this, you now notice that the bagpipe that it's playing that is is very off is made of a stomach and bones and it is very clearly been just fashioned together from the missing parts of those corpses you passed that is metal as fuck (laughs) (laughs) so well you know it it stops and it says oh I'm so sorry there darling I didn't see you come in there what was it you wanted to say to me? <laughs> um, that is not the accent that I was expecting to come out of your mouth. Siggy's um, <laughs> definitely going to stop mid-step 
she's gonna hold back some puke from seeing the organ pipes, and she's she's gonna say, "I I wanted to try and convince you to help us." As soon as this... you start talking, as soon as you start talking, the bagpipe music starts again. He's, oh, I'm I'm sorry, I didn't realize you were still gonna be talking there. Sorry, go again. Siggy is gonna <laughs> put her. <laughs> <laughs> At that, Durak leaves the leaves the little alcove they are, walks straight to him, and puts his hand around his neck. That's All really right. fucking aggressive. Everyone God damn it. Oh, 21. And I rolled a nat 20. <laughs> yeah, nat 20 here. Nice. Rolled a nat 20 as well. No shit. Holy shit. What is everybody's dexterity? Nolan, what's yours? 12. 12. Durak? Plus one. Plus one. Uh, who else rolled in that 20? I did. It's plus one. Plus one? Okay. His dex is 14, so it's plus two. So he's going to go at the top here. Oh, boy. Question before we get this moving. Did I lose my temporary hit points upon the vine refresh? Yes. Balls. But you gained everything else back, so. You gained everything else back. Yeah. So, of Siggy, Durak, and Damakos, who wants to go first. Well, I mean, I did go running into it. You did. So, Will, we'll say you, and then Ziggy or Damakos, who wants to go I'll go second. Yeah, I'll go last. Nicole, what'd you roll? Five. Five. (laughs) To be fair, I've had some baller rolls this round, so I'm cool with, like, sucking at the initiative roll. Yeah. I mean, I rolled an eight on a D8 earlier. I'm pretty excited about that. (laughs) You pick up the Nilbog by the throat. As you do that, you, like, hear the the comical... Of the, like, fucking bagpipe kind of going off. He, um, says, Oh, it's gonna be like that now, is it there? And he grabs the trumpet from his belt and holds it to his lips and lets out a toot to the tune of and puts it back on his hip. And let me see something here. This guy's got a lot of stuff. I have already rolled my attack, and I pray to God I get a turn. <laughs> I just felt like I felt like Siggy was in imminent danger. I panicked. That's yeah, that's completely understandable, You're good. man. I was Dude. I was about to attack when you said that I was gonna shoot him with a crossbow. Nice. Yeah. All right. Uh, it's gonna attempt to uh, to get away. Ooh, that's an eight for strength. Would you make a, a an opposing strength roll for me, direct? Um, sure. Ten. Ten? Okay. You're still... He's trying to wiggle out of your grasp, but uh, nothing doing. Durak, it's your turn. I am... uh, Huh. Seeing as how no damage has been done yet, if I were to... uh, If I were to give him a good shaking and tell him to answer the question straight and I'd put him down, is there any chance that I don't have to kill him right now? You can make a persuasion roll. Oh, shit. Okay. I've got... I'm menacing, right? So I get... Uh, I get a proficiency in intimidation. What I'd yeah. like to try to do is explain to him that to intimidate him by explaining to him, um, all right, look, fella, I know this here hurts, but I need you to understand it could hurt a whole lot more. You can answer my questions or what? Blink once for yes, twice for no. As you're saying all of this, give me a, a charisma saving throw real quick. No one's oh, face. A four. How do you want to deal with aiding? At, for a saving throw, I don't think you can aid Copy that. that much. As you're saying all this, like threatening it, it's looking at you with just the saddest puppy dog eyes. And 
you realize I couldn't hurt this little guy. I I can't hurt him. Look at him. He's just just a little scamp. He doesn't know what's going on. So you can make your intimidation check, but you're going to have disadvantage. Okay, 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 okay. So... But doesn't he have an advantage already? Yeah, so it'll just be a straight intimidation. All right, cool. And are you using your strength modifier for your intimidate? Let me see here. Because I, I like that more for, like, barbarians and shit. Okay. I think that's legit. In that case, I got a 23. <laughs> 23. All right. It's, uh... You, 22, you can, sorry. You, oh, well, in that case. How many blinks for, for you to put him down? Uh, if he's going to play yes, uh, or if he's going to say yes and answer the question, just one blink. All right, he he uh, he blinks once, very very morosely. All right, Durak sets him down and uh, straightens out his uh, his kit a little bit, and 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 then pushes him into a seating position. All right, he uh, he sits back down, and he's he's got his bagpipes still on his lap, and he like he's like, "I'm sorry about that. I'm so sorry." Yeah. I believe she was asking you some questions. Oh, Lord. I'm sorry you came into my house and you scared me and I've been trying to cut it with humor. And it, like, takes the bloody bagpipe and blows its nose into it. I I guess we're out of initiative, yeah? That's up to you. It's up to you guys. Actually, hold on. Damakos, it's your turn. You're gonna decide whether or not we're out of initiative. As much as I wanted this this witch bolt to land... (laughs) Because this bitch would have been melted. Damakos holding his parents' wedding rings that are like, you know, woven together around a necklace. Yeah. He's got them, you know, the necklace between his thumbs and it's all lighting up. And he slowly just folds it up and puts it in his pocket and then looks at Siggy and says, go on. There once was a changeling named Tack who kept thiefy things in her pack. She played the headmaster and avoided disaster, but ooh, you should have seen her change back. This limerick in today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com finalplank and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It's just that easy. Go to audibletrial.com finalplank to get started today. Why Audible? Audible content includes an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original audio shows, news, comedy, and more from the leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, and entertainers. If you like the world that this is set in, we recommend that you listen to the Legend of Drizzt series, narrated by Victor Bavine. Personally, I, Siggy Widgets, like to listen to the Legend of Drizzt as I drive in on my morning commute. However, if you're not into Dungeons & Dragons, it's odd you're listening to this podcast, but you can select any book that's free. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash finalplank. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash finalplank. That's F-I-N-A-L-P-L-A-N-K. Now, back to the show. All right. We're out of initiative. Can I ask real quick, what does this fucker look like? Uh, he looks like a regular goblin. Okay. Uh, except he's wearing the same armor that those dudes were wearing, but with the, uh, I don't know what you would call the shirt part of a uniform. Jerkin. A jerkin. He's wearing the jerkin around his waist like a 90s kid where, you know, would do a jacket. 
Siggy comes around behind Durek and asks him, are, are, are you the Nilbog? I... Can you end this war? I don't know what war you're talking about now. The one with the, the base and the tweeters. I'm not sure about any type of war. I've been living in here for quite some time. Can I see your trumpet? My trumpet? The the one that you blew in Durak's face. He says, oh! And he, he takes out the mahogany horn from his belt. He says, you mean me favorite trumpet that I love so very, very much? Does no one else have a problem with the fact that this is not a Jamaican accent, yet it's supposedly a goblin? Like, no one else is having an issue with this? Oh, no, I've been worried about it, too. That's one of the things that set me off. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm, 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 I'm paying attention. <laughs> I'm just over here like, motherfuckers. Like, <laughs> to be fair, Nilbog is goblin backwards, uh, but Irish is Jamaican backwards. <laughs> is the, the trumpet supposed to be magic, right? Yeah. Do I see any other trumpets around or hanging about? I'm going to say no. Clearly this has to be the trumpet because he used it in combat to try and do something. Are you thinking like an Indiana Jones situation? Like, are there just a bunch of them and like... Yeah, it should choose the right poorly. trumpet. Choose the right trumpet. Uh, oh, God, so I sure hope it's not the one he's been blowing he's, on when he's, he came in. Yeah. Can can Siggy try and grab it from him? Yes. Give me a sleight of hand check. Uh, that's a 20. Okay. Not natural. You uh, you go for it, and he, you know, you, you get it out of his hand quite easily. So right now it's just Durak and Siggy, like, up in this guy's face, right? Damakos and, and Tack, y'all are still hanging back? No, like, I'm in the room, but I'm about five, maybe ten feet behind the two of them. I consider myself to be beside Moth, but in the room. Okay. All right. Moth is, um, I would say Moth is probably right near the entrance to the room. Siggy blows into the trumpet. Okay. <laughs> Sigs, why are you being... You were all like, eh, I want to use the green one. The green one. And now we're running around here with this yellow bullshit. And you're like, I'm going to dive right in here and blow in the trumpet. I want the A. Give, give me a performance check, Siggy. Siggy's trying to take my job. Like, I had the performance shit and the sleight of hand shit. Let's just make it make it ticky. Uh, 15. 15. Uh, you, you, like, you get some out of it. Am I, like, trying to blow some earth, wind, and fire? Like, what is that? <laughs> you just, you, you're trying to just, like, you know, you're trying to play it. You don't really know what's up. And the, the Nilbog just kind of chuckles and shakes his head. And he, he says, do you want to learn how to play it, dear? I'd, I'd be happy to teach you. I don't want to learn how to play it. I want it to do what we're trying to get it to do. I want to turn to Moth and ask if there's a specific song we should be trying to play, if she knows. Moth kind of kind of leans to you in, in, in response and says, um, I don't, actually. One of the things that I wanted this for was to study it and its power. I do know this. It seems like there were a few more goblins in here and now it's just this guy. Something is off. Moth actually, uh, as as she's talking to you, Tack, something catches her catches her attention out the corner of her eye. It's Peter. Peter is holding what appears to be a book. He just he's looking at you guys, eyes wide. Where'd you come from? Have we'll have 
Ziggy and Durek even noticed him because he's behind me. So yeah, no, you. He's... It's it's just you and Moth who would see him. See, well, I think Siggy is gonna tur- like when Moth says something's up, she turns around and looks at her. Moth Moth is whispering to Tech. Yeah, uh, I figured she was yeah. whispering. Well, either way, Siggy can't play the trumpet. Moth seems to know more about it. She's gonna give it to her. Well, hold hold on, Tech. Did you want to do anything to the to Peter? Yeah. <laughs> if if you didn't like if if you so were So Peter's just kind of standing there holding the book looking a little bit like uh like troubled I guess. Yeah. I I want to ask him what like did you read something? What is like I need to know why he looks panicked. He opens the book, turns it towards you and and like holds it out to you like with with it wide open and his his hands holding it open and he um he just kind of points to it with his head kind of nods to the book what do i see it, it there's writing in it it's it's a little hard to read from a, a little ways away do you want to get a closer look i feel like this is a fucking trap but yeah i'm gonna take a few steps closer attack has no reason not to trust peter aside from thinking he's a little shit that's a coward you uh so so i guess you 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 do you take the book or do you do you look closer at it? What, what do you do? Um, I'd like to just try to like, because I imagine him holding the book out towards me. I would just kind of like grab the book and hold it to the yeah. where I need to be to see it. When you go to grab it, he pretty womans you. He what? Pretty woman slams, slams like the... Um, um, he takes you off the street and buys you nice things. <laughs> he 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 closes the he slams the book shut trying to trying to pop your fingers with it like in Pretty Woman with the pearls. Is that not the movie? No, that is the movie. Okay, cool. So okay, he, well now I'm gonna try to snatch. I'm gonna try to pull my hand back and snatch the book out of his fucking hands. Give me a side of hand dip. check real quick. Said twenty two for him. Oh Christ, motherfucker. I had a 19. Uh, you you try to grab it, like, just twisting his wrist and almost flipping the book on the back of his hand, drops it, and he catches it in his other hand, and he says, You'll have to be faster than that, lady. What's your fucking problem, Peter? That wasn't Peter. Ooh! It was Peter. Oh. Yeah. That was Peter, and he, uh, he says, Oh, boy. Moth, help me get this book. You gotta be faster than that. And uh, at this point, Durak and, and uh, Ziggy, you do hear that. And uh, the Nilbog that you guys are talking to uh, is like, Oh, look at that now! It's a family reunion, isn't it? Ziggy's gonna cast Guiding Bolt. She's sick of this shit. She keeps getting ambushed by goblins. She, she rolled a 20 on her attack roll. Uh, she is gonna cast it like a goddamn Kamehameha into this goblin's stomach. She's also going to channel divinity, so she is going to cast it at full strength. I'm guessing a twenty hits him. Uh, which which one? The the one right in front of me, the one that I okay, have the yeah, trumpet yeah. from. No, it it does it it does it lands. So what what's the uh, what's the damage total on that? Twenty four. You do that, and it takes it straight. This this is lightning damage, I guess, right? Or is it radiant? What is it? Radiant damage. All right. So you do that and you just hear it go, Whoa! and like it goes flying across the room, uh, like about 30 feet away and slams on the wall and um, lands face first on the ground. 
and after a minute, it gets back up, and its hair is standing on end like a fucking Looney Tune cartoon, and it goes, Oh, well, I guess we started now, didn't we? Uh, As a bonus action, I'm going to cast Shield of Faith on Durak. Okay. You got plus two AC. Also, can I turn around and just throw the trumpet at Moth and be like, hold on to that. On uh, on on your turn, let's say yeah, because okay. you, you cast shield of faith. Okay. All right, we're gonna uh, uh, keep the same initiative if anyone, unless anyone objects. Mm. No, that's cool. Kind of upset, but it is what it is. I assume Peter is now going to be added into this. Yup, Peter was already in it. He goes after Moth. All right, so Nilbog that uh, Siggy just attacked, it uh, it runs back at Durak and Siggy. Just looks at you guys, stands on his head, shoves three nutshells in its mouth, and then uh, does a flip and, like, cranks its arm like it's a nutcracker and says, Happy Friday! And you guys need to make wisdom saving throws. Wisdom saving throws? All of us? No, just just the two of them. Uh, I rolled a 17. 17 and a 6. Uh-huh. Okay. Siggy, you're unfazed by this, but Durek, man, you're confused as all get out. You, uh, that was the spell confusion. Uh, on your turn, you're going to roll a d10, and we'll see what you do from there. So, but Siggy, you're just looking at that. You're confused, but not magically confused. <laughs> <laughs> what the shit? Durek, roll a d10 for me. Eight. Eight. I get confused into feeling stronger than I actually am. The creature takes its action to make a melee weapon uh, attack against a creature within range determined randomly. If no creatures are within range, the creature does nothing for this turn. Closest creature to you right now is Siggy. Sorry, Siggs. Does... Yeah, it hits. (laughs) The 19. Hold up. I'm gonna find the ugliest D12 that I have. (laughs) Yeah, you take 7 damage. Okie dokie. Damakos. It is my go. Do I want to cast Friends on Durak? Just to fix his shit? Maybe. What does Friends do? Basically convinces that person that they're that we're friends for like an hour. I don't think that would overdo nah, confusion. No, it wouldn't. Yeah. All right, it's not so that, yeah. I'm going to go with my Witch Bolt. Oh, yeah, I will fucking take that. 23. Which one are you attacking? Peter or the other one? I guess I'm going to hit the Nutcracker one. Just because, I mean, in all actuality, like, Demacos was facing Durak and Siggy. Give me a charisma saving throw. Oh, charisma saving throw, you say? Yeah. Uh, 18. 18. Okay, you can hit it. Okay. So then my... Roll D- your damage, yeah. Roll my d12. So that's a 3. 3? Alright. But, unless I do something else every turn going forward... It's just an automatic D12. It's a, it's a concentration spell, yeah. So you don't uh, kill it, but versus when Siggy uh, fucking hurt it, uh, for some reason this time it uh, it does actually kind of look like it got hurt a little bit. And that's radiant versus lightning? Like the lightning work? I cannot confirm nor deny that. Although- well, I mean, what Siggy cast was radiant damage, and what... Damakos did was lightning. I am happy to let you infer what you will. But Can Nolan, you guys tell me exactly. what the fuck your things are based as? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. No, that's right. Nolan's was 
Nolan's was radiant, and Damakos's was uh, 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 lightning. Okay. Whether or not that has anything to do with this is up to you. Siggy is going to throw the horn to Moth, and she is going to go, hold on to this or blow into it. I don't care which one. I fucking hate goblins. She's going to turn back to the Nilbog in front of her, and she's going to toll the dead. It makes a wisdom saving throw, and you make a charisma saving throw. What'd you roll, Nolan? I rolled a three charisma. All right. You go to to toll the dead on this motherfucker, and it's still kind of break dancing from its confusion thing, and you just, you can't. You really can't do it. This thing is too fucking ridiculous. How does this thing exist? Oh, man. Nilbog, you you one funny motherfucker. And you can't attack it. Also, I don't know where Moth falls in the lineup, but before we did all this, I did shout to Moth, get the book. So okay. hopefully that guides her decision in some way, whatever she sure. gets to go. Sure, 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 sure. Um, Doug, real quick, make a, a, wis- uh, yeah, a wisdom saving throw to see if we can get... Uh, I forgot to do that at the end of your turn to see if you're done being confused. Oh, okay, 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 I do. And, Jesus, will a 7 do it? No. All right. Sorry, man. My effect is a ten. Well, you're not you're not there yet. We we it was supposed to be at the end of your turn, and I forgot. Moth Moth is next. She catches the horn, and puts it uh, in her pack, and she says, "Well, the book tack is that what you wanted?" Yes. Although okay. in real life, I wanted Siggy to not throw the fucking trumpet at Moth. She grabs the book. Or she tries to grab the book from Peter. All right, she actually doesn't get it. And out of anger, she uh, swipes at him with her knife and hits. Wait, she's got to make a charisma saving throw. That's a success. All right, she slashes it across the throat. You see blood spurt from his neck as he grabs it and drops the book on the ground. And he goes... And then he takes his hand away from his neck and he's got a ketchup bottle and he's squirting it and he goes <laughs> and just sprays it all around. Oh, I'm fine. I'm just kidding with you. I mean, he dropped the book though. Can I pick up the book because he dropped it? Like, swiftly? On, on your turn, absolutely. He, it's his turn, he is going to cast Confusion on Moth and, why am I rolling? Moth and, um, Attack. Give me wisdom saving throws. Ooh, that's a 20, motherfucker. Not natural, but nice. Yeah, yeah, no, it's good. So it also does something weird with those three nutshells. It, it like pops it, the three of them into its mouth and then just kind of <clears throat> looks like it's gagging. And then all of a sudden it looks down and looks back up and the nutshells are like. One in each eye, and the third one like is slowly falling out of his right nostril and falls on the ground. And he goes, "Ta-da!" And neither one of you is magically confused, and he's disappointed. Tack, it's your turn. I want the goddamn book. Get that book. Do I have to roll something to get the fucking book? No, it's on the ground. You got the book. My book. Okay. What you want to um, do with the book? I kind of want to get somewhere safe to try to look at the part. Is it still open to where he was? No. Like, can I tell where he was? Can't use a perception 
roll for like, like try to figure what's out what's real it was. dog-eared. Yeah, yeah. Give me a uh, perception roll. Six plus twelve is eighteen. Yeah, you find it. You uh, you find it's the dirtiest page on there because it it uh, it landed gross. What that shit say? Can I can I skim that shit real fast? <laughs> See if I can hit the highlights. Like, I'm hoping that it has something like what it actually is or... You're, you're speed reading through it. Like, just one of the main things you got from it is that the uh, entrance to this cave has largely gone unnoticed and that it has healing properties. This, it, it's a guard's journal is, is what it is. And you just, he's talking about himself and the other guards living here unable to leave the cave god damn it now can i throw the book at his face yes i'll let you do that give me a charisma saving throw you just gotta be a 12 oh hey i rolled a 12 nice if it meets a beats all right yeah throw the book at its face throw the book at him can i am i doing any damage i like to think that i'm hitting him hard enough <laughs> to do something roll a, a d4 for me that's a four <laughs> four all yeah. right four learning damage it looks like it took all that fucking damage. Like, you got it right in the fucking nose. Like, its nose is actually broken. Good. And it's it's real blood uh, coming out of its mouth. And he says, Oh, shite! You fucking got me in the goober! Oh, my goober! Top of the round. Nobog number one. Nobog number one is looking at Durak and Siggy. He's just kind of grumpy that you guys are there and you took his fucking trumpet and so the nilbog in front of you guys pulls a tiny tart out of his pocket and uh plucks a feather from the back of his head points it like right into the center of the tart he uh takes a bite out of it and says what do you call the unfair advantage undead have in necropolis white privilege uh, everyone, oh. or sorry. <laughs> Durak, Siggy, and, uh, Damikos, how close are you to this thing? Uh, I was about, I think I said five to ten feet behind Doug and them. Cool. I guess I need to figure out. You uh, too. Whatever it well, is, I rolled in that 20, so. Okay. Yeah, uh, I'll go with five feet behind them. Alright, so give me a wisdom saving throw as well. Fifteen. Fifteen? Alright, that's successful by you, Direct. Sixteen. Sixteen, okay. You guys kind of feel yourself start to chuckle, but then you're like, eh, I mean, it's funny, but it's not really the time for these kind of laughs. You know, he tried to catch Tasha's hideous laughter on you. Is uh, is Damakos' confusion broken? You don't, Direct. Direct. Yeah. No, it's, it's not... All right, roll me a d10, Direct. All right. Four. Four. The creature doesn't move or take actions this turn. All right. Cool. Fuck, man, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, it's better than hitting Siggy again. Yeah. Durak, give me uh, another wisdom saving throw to see if we end your confusion. Yeah, let's, let's definitely do that. Uh, and that is going to be a 10. Damn it. You just, you just need a 12 or higher. Is your... Is your wisdom nothing? Plus one. Yeah, I've been there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, hasn't really done much outside of just still focusing on Nilbog 1. Yeah. It sounds like that lightning damage works, so... Uh, that would be an 11. To hit? No, it doesn't have to hit anymore. 
Like it's until I break concentration. So you take 11 lightning damage from Witch Bolt. Give me uh, another wisdom saving throw. Or sorry, charisma saving throw. 16. Okay. You deal that damage to Nilbog 1. It, uh, it kind of reacts like Doc Brown connecting the, the two cables together and Back to the Future uh, is electro-shocked. It's still standing, and it doesn't look like it took any damage. And it says, Oh, that'll put some pep in your step. What do you fucking know? Ziggy. Do we need to try to get outside of this cave? So this thing's 10 feet away from me, right? Yes, and you can easily move closer to it if you want to. Uh, I don't. Cool. I just want to make sure that he can't attack me if I disengage. Oh, you don't need to disengage if you're 10 feet away. Okay. Then I'm going to attempt to hit him with Toll the Dead again. Okay. I rolled a 19 on my charisma. All right, that's a success. He makes a wisdom saving throw. How is uh rolled a six minus one five that does not pass okay and i rolled a nine but what die did you use to roll d12 he is not damaged three damage so no damage siggy turns and runs 25 feet when you told the dead he does take some of that damage like it actually like you can see him physically hurt he's that's not funny oh that's not funny Oh, Lord! The fuck was that? So necrotic damage seems to hurt. Unless it switches every time. She did radiant and it didn't do anything. You did lightning and it did. Moth used a physical attack, I guess, and it didn't hit, but then I did, and it did. And then you cast something again and it didn't. Now Siggy just attacked, and it also did nothing. David also asked what dice you used. Yeah, but that's not something a character would notice. But I was no, thinking... Toll, Toll the Dead uh, does more damage if something is already damaged, which is why I asked. Okay. The only reason I haven't suggested retreat at this point is because Durek is in a state of confusion, so I haven't been role-playing. I mean, I have been role-playing, that's why I haven't made any suggestions. You're good. Moth takes a look around the room, sees what's happening, and she looks in her pouch and says... I'll make sure this gets to the right people. God damn it, Moth. And she runs. Unfortunately, Damico's trust Moth because of that situation at the uh, meditation room or whatever. So I'm I'm 25 feet from where I was. I'm I'm probably behind Moth before she ran. Sure. No, I, I mean like how big's the room? Because I I would say you're not behind her. I would say the room is like 50 foot. God damn it. What a yeah, diameter? I feel like you're into the room. Moth and I are closer to the doorway of the room. I, I would say I would say you're you're close to the entrance again. Uh, but you're you're not behind her. Okay, well she's she's gonna see her turning and running, and she's she's gonna just yell to her like, Our grades depend on this. <laughs> Did Tack wanna do anything since she was close to uh what's her face, Moth? I don't feel like Tack would run away if all our friends were still in there, so I feel like what she'd probably do is try to, like... Why does my reaction always jump on someone's back? I kind of want to tackle her and tell her she has to fucking help. Give me... Not, like, a, with uh, aggression, but, like, no, you have to help. Like, if we can all get out, we're cool, but one of us doesn't leave with the rest of us. Like, when girls go out to party, you all leave together. Yeah. Give me a, uh, just a straight d20 roll... 
and add your... You know what? No, just give me a, a straight d20. That's a 16. Okay. She dives out of the way of you trying to tackle her. Not dives, sorry. Slips out of the way of you trying to tackle her and is uh, already around the corner. And you can't see her. And with that, Nilbog number two, Mr. Peter, looks and, and just watches her leave and says, Oh! Some people don't like to party, huh? And he looks at Tack, pulls out a tart. He says, What do you call a mountaintop guarded by rogues? A sneak peek! Give me a wisdom saving throw. It's a 17. All right. You uh, you don't start laughing uncontrollably, despite the fact that that was grade A material that none of you fucking appreciated. Uh, Tack, it's your turn. These guys haven't tried to hurt us yet, by the way. They're hurting our pride. True. Right, they're but they're, they're not pride. trying to hurt us physically. That's probably something we should note. But they'll confuse us to us till we hurt ourselves. Oh my god, that's what happened to the other goblins. Uh, we gotta get the fuck out of here. But Durak is still confused. Anyone else confused? Nope, just Durak. Nope. How, Durak is a regular kind of, like, he's a half-orc, but he's not to the point where, like, Damakos and I probably collectively couldn't pull him out. Question mark? I would say you could. You could certainly try. It's D&D. You can do whatever the hell you want. I think Damakos should just grab him by the belt, pull him out. I mean, if Damakos is, if... I mean, is Damakos physically capable of that, or is this the kind of thing where I can look at Damakos? Yeah, and yeah if say, anybody <laughs> could, it'd be him. Okay. If anyone could, it'd be Damakos. Okay, I'm just kind of like gonna... securing the retreat right now. I'm just, I'm just walking towards the door. Yeah, guys, we gotta get out of here. Damakos, grab Durak, and I'm running the fuck out of there. So can I, like, I'm assuming that initiative and stuff is broken now. Uh, yeah. Okay, so I put one hand on Durak's shoulder. And the other hand, like, in the middle of his chest. And I'm like, hey, man, like, we need to get going. Like, this isn't this isn't going our way. We need you to come with us. Give me one more wisdom saving throw with advantage, Durak. Okay. Uh, that'll be a 20. <gasps> All right. You did it, Damakos! So, <laughs> as, nice done, man. As you're saying this to him, like, you're, you're I imagine... Damakos is sincerely worried about Durak, right? Like, like yes. this is going on. I I think that as you put your hand on his chest, you both feel the warm tugging at your heartstring uh, again. Durak kind of, you, you can see his eyes go from glazed to alert again. And I'm, I'm going to give you a choice here, Alan. Would you rather... Lose a, a packed spell slot for the day or lose five hit points. I'd rather lose a spell slot. Cool. Especially since we're trying to leave. Yeah. So you, you, you do that and it's almost like some of your magic aura kind of infuses into him to help him snap out of it. And you're back up. Direct. And then let's, let's book it for the exit. So like, Damakos goes up to Durak and is like, dude, we gotta get out of here. And Durak's like, oh shit, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Fireman carries Damakos out. As you guys are leaving, Peter and uh, the other Nilbog kind of follow you a little bit. One of them holds a trumpet in the air and says, you forgot something! Are you kidding me? 
then he he starts to play on it again that that whole bop, 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 that tune going through it and they chase you as far as the aloe covered vines and no further well, i was going to say like how close is he to me is there any possibility i can use my tail to try to snatch it out of his hand no <laughs> they they're a little ways away they're mostly just chasing for the fun of it without actual intention of getting you and uh how far ahead of us is moth like can we like see her butt or something like i i want to know if we can tell her we think we saw another trumpet moth is gone when uh i i assume you guys go past the vines yeah 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 Yeah. all right moth is on the other side of the vines yeah that's what i meant and uh she is standing there catching her breath and uh, she sees you guys come out. She holds the horn and says, Well, at least we got something out of it. Not sure if that's the right one. And she looks at it and, like, snaps it over her knee. And she says, Fuck! <laughs> and that's where we'll end. Uh, oh. oh, so we gotta go find another trumpet. All right. Can we burn down the oh. whole fucking thing? Just burn that whole cave down? <laughs> I know, man. That was brutal. You guys just, just strap Damakos to the tree and start slapping him? Yeah. Tack, you, Tack has that book, though. Yeah. No, she threw it at him. Yeah. That's right. Blooded his nose. I did. I mean, let's be real. Fuck. That's how she would have reacted. Yep. Cool. You, you, so you don't have the book anymore. Oh, sure no. don't. Cool. Alright, so then we're gonna end with you guys outside. Luckily you went through the vines again and had a long rest. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering, I was like, why don't you just give those hit points, Damakos? You're gonna go through the vines. <laughs> yeah, I, I get yeah. the spell slot back too, whether we go through the yeah. vines or not. So, Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man. Y'all, uh, y'all, y'all got a good butt thwomping and uh, we'll find out what happens next time on Good Better Quest. As always, Thank you for stopping by. I have been your Fungin Master, David Hallman, and uh, I look forward to killing you soon. Oh, I'm going to be thinking about how to solve this. Bye, guys. Bye. What's next for our heroes? Tune in next time. Same quest time, same quest channel on Good Better Quest. This has been an episode of Good Better Quest. Good Better Quest is a Final Plank Media production. Our Dungeon Master is David Hallman. The players are Nicole Davis, Alan Day, Doug Holly, and Nolan Lacey. Edited by Nolan Lacey. Intro music, A Prelude of Space by My Instant Lunch. Background music by Kevin McLeod. As always, thank you for listening. Thank you.